All right, well, geez, here I was thinking. So all this time, all right, a couple stories. So what I wanted to talk about was, it's multifaceted, but let's talk about uh, kindness to all sentient beings. Does that include bugs and animals? I also want to talk about, you know, vegetarian, um, birth in other realms. I mean, it's, it's a multifaceted thing, but just a couple stories. So here we are, we're visiting... Um, a newly consecrated Buddhist temple, right? So you certainly would expect the property is holy. And there's these, um, I don't know where you're from, there's these copper caterpillars and they were crawling across the road, but they were crawling from where the trees were to where there were no longer any trees. So helping them across the road, keeping them from being squished, uh, sadly there was a number of them that were squished, um, is a kindness... But all it's doing is postponing their death. I was talking to the wife. There is something that I do. Earthworms, if I find them, you know how sometimes after a rain or, you know, the earthworms, they get um, uh, optimistic, they get brave, and they try to cross a big parking lot. So I catch them, you know, uh, the poor little dude's just going to dry out. They're not going to make it across. So I'll help an earthworm across. Right, but I'm helping them to grass. Sure, it might not be the best grass, but I mean, I take them to where they were pointed. Hey, if you wanted to go, sometimes it really made it quite a ways across the parking lot. But see, here's the first part. So you, and this is the thing, from the Buddhist perspective, there's multiple realms, not just the human realm, but there's the animal realm. The insects, and far as I've looked into, they also deserve... Um, Compassion. The Tibetans will hand dig a foundation so they don't hurt any earthworms. Um, there's a joke about being reincarnated as a dung beetle. Um, this led me to my next story as I talked to the wife. I mean, there's a story about the frog and the scorpion. I haven't done the research because I just wanna, wanted to get this down before I forget. Because I've always told the story of the frog and the scorpion from a different perspective. And it struck me today that it can be looked at from multiple perspectives. So I've usually said, um, how do you develop merit to get out of, say, the animal realm? Okay? So when I talk about, and here's, uh, I don't want to go into it in great depth, but say as far as my understanding, my feeling, if I were an animal, if I, had, if I were to go and reincarnate as an animal, say if I were a deer, for me, from my perspective, uh, how much better for me besides overcoming your, you know, uh, natural instincts. Uh, from an Asian perspective, there are stories of um, animals being present during, you know, mantra recitations and such and hearing the Dharma and, and, and being reborn in a higher state because of that. But I'm talking about Say, give of yourself. So I would say, how perfect. I mean, if, if we're lucky to be humans and have the ability to pursue liberation, um, samadhi, uh, nirvana even, um, then we're lucky. So you don't have to be a great being, but an animal could see it as, a, as merit, as a... As a um, a great thing to give of themselves, give their flesh 
to sustain or even heal, help. The example I was thinking was, if I were a deer, I would feel honored to give of my flesh to maintain, say, for example, the Dalai Lama, who's older, he's not feeling well, and, you know, I do believe he had to go back to a more balanced diet. Say, for example, you give of your liver so that he can get the B12 he needs to live on for another five years and share the Dharma and share the peace. And So, arguably, is that not how best... Um, so there's a middle way in all things, right? So if you have to maintain your health, um, and, and don't think of it from a selfish perspective, but I do, from a bodhisattva vow perspective, if I were to reincarnate in the animal realms, I would be honored to allow almost any sentient being to use my flesh if they were, you know, um, on the path, as they say. So... As I was saying, I used to use in the same idea um, how to develop merit in another realm. I used to use the scorpion and the frog. And I used to use the example of the scorpion stinging the frog, right? Because the, as the story goes, so a frog, there's a frog and a scorpion inside of a stream. Scorpion asks the frog for a ride across the stream. The frog says, but you'll sting me and we'll die. And the scorpion says, no, no, I won't. Well, long story short, he does. He says it's in his nature. So I use that as an example because it's a commonly known aphorism, but even if you don't know the aphorism, as you can see, you can make it fairly simple and short. Um, turn it into an aphorism, I should say, but you know what I mean. The story, the parable. Um, so the way I used to do it would be, okay, so, you know, the scorpion, um, say, would be somebody, and I use me as an example, right? I can be biting, I can be um, stinging in my critiques, my observation. I mean, that's a six, six precepts I have to work on. Um, so, arguably, if I continued on that path unrepentantly, I could be reborn as a scorpion. Again, lower realm, but at the same time, um, <laughs> the form you take um, is a result of, of your previous karma. That's how the, the story goes. Um, it, whether it's fact or metaphor, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. That's People get hung up on the secular side versus the mystical side. It doesn't matter. You just have to understand the principle. The principle is you can, if you don't pay attention, be born again into another realm where you'd be lucky to ever be born again into the human realm. So it's a matter to just make you appreciate how much um, of a, you know an inside straight you pulled, how, how lucky you are to have been born a human. So the idea of uh, being a scorpion, right, <clears throat> is based on our understanding. You know, it would suck to be them, but how do they know? They don't know any different. They're not really suffering. But the story is for ourselves. So if you're the type of person who's biting and stinging or, you know, you're just hateful, whatever the point is, if you can change your nature. So I use the story that 
how can a scorpion be born again back into a higher realm is by not stinging the frog. And they both make it across the stream. So he's not developing more negative karma and he's going against his nature. But what I missed is the actual story could be told from the frog's perspective as well. <clears throat> the frog is very, very, very Zen, very Chan, in the sense that the frog, even if I'm not mistaken, the parable, the frog knows that they're both going to die, right? Even says so, that knows that the scorpion's going to sting him, but still gives the scorpion the opportunity um, to change his ways, as they say. Very Buddhist perspective, right? You have to see everybody as a bodhisattva. So the frog is the the Buddhist in this perspective here, the, the bodhisattva, because he gives the scorpion the opportunity um, to show that he's better than his... His, I, I don't want to say instincts, but I guess it would be, right? If you look at the perspective of being reincarnated because of the the negative energy you attach to in, in your in your in-between state. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to get at is, is uh, how perfect an explanation that is, is whether or not we really are, um, you know, they say you don't understand, but at the same time, arguably, whether it's telling a story or, uh, or it's just a matter of being reincarnated into another realm, they do state that you can be born into the lower realms and back again. So, I mean, there is a way to be born back into the higher realms. So I pause it, um, and this is based on you know, my understanding of the Abhidharma as well. But just to make it a little more, you know, understandable from our perspective. And here's where it works. As the Dharma, as the teachings of the Buddha flowed from India into other countries, they... Um, and I wouldn't even say... Um, appropriated, they, they actually incorporated the existing traditions and teachings and and they used it to illustrate these teachings, kind of in the way that um, the frog and the scorpion can illustrate both the Dharma and, you know, life lessons and, you know, a matter of reincarnation and even the different realms and the idea of rebirth and the idea of, um, you know, the opportunity you have as a person to be able to pursue this liberation and arguably even talks to, um, talks to uh, intention. And the same can be said. I mean, some Buddhists feel, you know, if you weren't responsible, directly responsible for the death. I mean, it's all a matter of perspective, right? I mean, if you're not taking and you're not callously enjoying the flesh of animals and you're not taking life... Um, maliciously, if you truly do need, and you're not just, I enjoy the taste of a nice, big, fat, juicy burger, if you really have health issues, and you really, really are trying to do better, then there should be no guilt, and arguably, right, 
And when there is no guilt, there is no negative karma. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my perspective on it. So I wanted to get that. Uh, I wanted to get that down.